Okay. Yeah. So I'm sorry again for being late to yeah, our session. Our session. That's all right. Our sessions times move. Well, yeah. It was just tonight was so weird, and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna go fill some time, and then. Oh, did you fill your time? I oh, filled it. Filled it. Filled oh, it all it the so way. Full. To the top. <laughs> to the top. <laughs> But it literally, it was like, I felt bad because I was not good at pool tonight because I haven't played in so long. You got your ass whooped, didn't you? Dude, I literally got my ass fucking whooped. Whooped? Like a whooping. It was so bad. Do you have another coaster? It was so bad. Coaster. Coaster. Oh, you need a coaster. There you go. You take that coaster. I don't want to. And then I just take the shitty desk. I don't want to drip drobble. On your mm. desk. That's, yeah, I don't yeah, have Mr. Little, Cameroon. I don't have no pre on your... Look at this I veg. I don't want no pre on your desk. <laughs> we got a cat, cat. Uh, hovering on our desk today. This is pussy on the desk right pussy now. Pussy on the desk. That's a good band name, actually. I feel like. <laughs> pussy on the desk. Mm, pussy on the deck. Pussy on the deck. On what? the deck? deck? Oh, that's better. That sounds better. Pussy on the dick is better. I said like, pussy on the dick, but pussy on the dick is the same thing. No, huh? I was like, pussy on the desk is what I said. Uh, but you said pussy on the deck, and yeah. that's cooler. But you said pussy on the dick. Um, This is going to be an intense evening. Intense? How intense? Is those your notes? Holy Shawshank Dude, Redemption. That's not even, like, that's just, that's it. I refused would, would you, to you, take more notes than that because I knew it would explode into a conversation. And I was like, tonight's going to be the longest fucking shit we've ever talked about. And I know that because there's so much to dive into here tonight. Um, sorry, we haven't even introduced ourselves. <laughs> I am. Wait, hold on, hold on. Right here in. Theme music, boom, go. Wow, this is what we're going to do it? We usually do it at the beginning, but I'll do a weird intro first. Sure. <laughs> He's dancing to it, and there's nothing playing. Uh, I am Abby. And I am Esau. And this is... Sorry. I said that. Sorry. I said it. Sorry, I said it. Mm-hmm. And tonight, mm-hmm. we are talking about... Dun, dun, dun. We've all been there. No, I don't know if all we all been there, but most of us have. Yes, it's that zone, that little zone that you get caught up in. There's only one zone we all know. Yes, the friend zone. Oh, I love you, best friend. Oh my God, the friend zone. It is rough. It is real, and it is. It's not forgiving. Sometimes. It, well, Sometimes okay, it is. so I talked to my friend earlier this evening. I had to wait for Mr. Esau this evening. We have a later session than normal because he is a good father. I'm trying to be. He is a good father, and he was helping his son with physical therapy. 
because he had a little injury. That's why we were late for last week. That's why we're behind. Correct. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he had an injury last week, and the, and so we took last week off. But we are so happy to be back. And he's a badass father, so we took a minute. But I was like, okay, I have a couple hours, and I haven't seen this friend in in weeks. So I went to go play pool with this friend Stinks until and balls. until Stinks then. And, balls. and I told him the topic we're discussing tonight, and so I got some feedback from him as well. Has he been so in it? I'm very, very. I'm not going to bring it up right now. Oh, hey. But it it will come up. Oh, hey. Because it's very pertinent to what we're talking about tonight. Mm. Have you ever been in this in the zone? Um, I think so. I think I've been in the friend zone, but one of the biggest things about the friend zone is acknowledging you're in it and knowing how to get out of it. So we're gonna get into that. I'm not gonna go there yet. So let's talk about it. First of all, cheers. Cheers. To the friend zone. I've been there before. To the friend zone. We've all, almost all of us have been there. So, definition in pop culture. The friend zone. Here we go. The friend zone is a conceptual place describing a situation in which one person in a mutual friendship wishes to enter into a romantic or sexual relationship with the other person, while the other does not. The person whose romantic advances were rejected is then to have entered the quote-unquote friend zone with the sense that they're stuck there. The friend zone has a strong presence on the internet, for example, Facebook, dating sites, and other social media platforms. However, over time, the term has expanded into everyday terms when it comes to dating and romance. So, basics, you all know this, but if you're in the friend zone, you might have heard the following. Quote, what they say, I don't want to damage what we have between us. What they mean. What they mean is. I cannot see you romantically. What they say, I can't believe you don't have a partner. What they mean You'd be good for someone else. else. Not me. Yeah, exactly. What they say. You're like a sibling to me. You're like a brother to me. You're like a sister to me. Oh, I'm right there. Like, stab me in the heart. I stabbed you in the heart. What they mean. You're a close friend. Like, my literal sibling. I cannot ever see you that way. So, this is going to be a difficult topic to hone in to specific subjects because I feel like we're going to spiral. So I'm going to, this is going to be a difficult thing for me to help us navigate. It's okay. That's all right. But this is a very intense subject for you. I know that. This is one of the first things that you wanted to talk about when we talked about this podcast. So why is that? Friend zone sucks. It just sucks. It just all everything about it sucks because it's it's that you get to know somebody. You do you, you know somebody as a friend, but then like things start happening, and I guess I guess certain signs are picked up wrong, or the other person doesn't know that they're giving out these vibes. They're just thinking they're just 
nice little like little play here, play their little touch here, a little thing like it just and you know so much about that person and just starts sticking on you a little bit more and more and then and then when that person says, No, I just don't wanna hurt what we already have, it's just like a shot in the gut. But here is the big argument that we're gonna have all night is you hear that, right? The fir- the per- the when you first first of all, the reason you get in the friend zone, according to me and my personal beliefs, is that you wait too long to fucking make a move. You're either nervous or you're whatever. You wait too long to make your intentions known now that you're just friends and she can only see you like that. Whereas opposed to like another person, the flirtiness will start immediately. So she knows or he knows. And so that's number one. But when you do do that and they make it known to you, they say, hey, I don't see you that way. To me, that's where it should end. That's where you should go. Okay, cool. Move on. But people who quote unquote are obsessed or stuck in the fucking friend zone are like, they hear that and they keep trying and then they get pissed that they're in the friend zone. And I'm like, that person already fucking told you, but for some reason you're latching onto it. And like, that's what pisses me off about the friend zone. No, you can go back to you can go you go back to friends and stuff like that. But then it's when the other person starts doing things. No, and like, that is fucking in your fucking imagination. That is what I'm saying. Don't get angry with me right now. Oh, I t- yeah, I knew no. this whole night was gonna be a fucking debate. <laughs> I'm not angry with you. I'm just saying this is why this is going to be such a long evening. Okay, so all right, so 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 all right, you go back to this you go back to being friends and everything and this person that said they want this 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 kind of person starts dating other guys that like Oh, I wish she did this. I wish she was more like you kind of things and like no, those things that don't That is not a hint. If they have already made it clear to you that, that they are not interested, then don't tell me about the other that's person. Not a no, hint. no, don't tell me about the person. Don't tell me I want the other person to be more like you, the more like you doing this. I want him to more be like you doing this. Why can't he do this? You do this. Why can't he do that? Like I don't give a fuck that's about that other person. So don't don't talk to me about that. Hundred percent different. That means you're that's, not her friend or his friend. No, but. Yes, I can still be that friend, but don't compare no, me to that person. No, you're not being that friend. You're not being that friend. Because a friend doesn't think of that person sexually. And if they do, they don't associate that. Like, my best friend, like, even if they were attracted to me, I would I would feel like I could confide in them. And I say that shit to my girlfriends. Like I go, I wish they understood me like you understand me. Blah, blah, blah. That does not mean I want to go fuck that person. That means I wish they understood me like you understood me. But it doesn't mean that person is right for me. Look at look at it that way. Think about a guy friend, like because you're a straight male. Think about a guy friend who you get along with so, so well. 
you don't say these things because you're a straight male, but females do often where it's like, if you had a male friend who you were like besties with and you had a girl who just wasn't getting you and you were like, I wish I could just talk to her the way I talk to you. You've probably said that like a couple times. Like, I wish I could just talk to this girl the way I talk to my friends. That is what you're saying to me right now. And you're taking it as a sexual or romantic situation. And this person who has already clearly said, I am not interested, is saying these things to you. But you're taking it in a romantic way because you have feelings for this person. Whereas if it were anyone else, if it was your bro friend... Or if it was like a friend that you weren't attracted to and they were like, God, I just wish I had like a person who understood me the way that you did. Like, it doesn't mean anything romantic. It just means like, you're a good friend with me. Obviously, I wish I had a partner who got me like you I think obviously you've never been in a friend zone. Yes, I have. I don't think you have now. Like from this conversation, I don't think you've never been in that place where you've just been like just shot down and this person still same time no 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 no, you no, no, are no, no. wrong is my point you can't tell me it's my it's your opinion i think your opinion's wrong no and- i'm saying like okay we're gonna get into this because i have accepted friend zone people and then tried to make it work and then i have a friend who married their friend zone person and they're still married to this day so i'm gonna talk about how friend zone can get there and can actually be positive i'm i'm going to talk about that eventually But I am saying in the general perspective of friend zone, the person who is quote unquote friend zoned always is wrong. 90% of the time. Not always. No, I disagree with you. No, they all fucking are. If somebody, if somebody tells you, I'm not interested. And then the other person keeps pushing. Why are you fucking keep pushing? The person already told you they're not interested. Doesn't matter if they flirt. Doesn't matter if you're, you're the person in the friend zone always is going to see something to the person that they like as flirtatious or romantic or whatever. Cause you like that person. The other person does not feel that way. So they're going to assume they're just talking to somebody on the general Q&A or in the actual, like a friend. You're the one attracted to that person. They have, if they have already made it clear to you that you, they are not interested. I feel like it's your fault as the person who's in the friend zone. If you still continue to push and overthink some things. And I'm not saying this is all the time because there are friend zone people who marry their fucking friend zone people. And that's good. That's fine. But you have to have an upfront conversation about it. But 90% of the time, those people in the friend zone overthink everything and they get attached and they don't let it go. So you're just saying it's just easy just to let it go. You're just saying like just let it go. I'm not saying it's easy. You're just saying just let it go. Like you're saying that this person don't fight for what you want, like what you want, like for. She says no. 
you're not being disrespectful. You just keep on trying. You you saying like I just just stop everything she said. I'm not into you. Don't just stop. And I'm like, all right, cool. So do I not try harder or do I just just back off and say forget it? All right, cool. She said no. She just dumped the boom. All right, boom. I'm out. So this Go. is the difficult. Deuces. This is the difficult area, right? Because, um. I had a conversation with my friend this evening who he told me that he was friend zoned with this gal for about a year. And she wasn't just like even coy about it. She wasn't like, oh, no, I'm, you know, no, I'm not, I'm not free that night. She wasn't like trying to be nice. She literally told him up front, no, I don't want to date you. I'm not interested. You're barking up the wrong tree. Like, she told him up front she was being honest, which I think is positive. You should always be honest. But he eventually, there was a night where he was honest back at her. And he said, hey, there's something between us. You can't deny it. I'm here and you're saying you don't want to date these types of people, but I'm saying it's different now and whatever. And then there was a night where she realized that was accurate and now they're married and they've been together for over 10 years. So that is a rare sequence of events, but those people were being very honest with each other. She told her him her intentions. She said, I don't like to date these types of people. She didn't say, I don't love you. Like she was like, I, for instance, he was a musician. She was like, I don't date musicians. They're always shitty. And he was like, well, that's silly. You're generalizing people. And then, you know, he finally confronted her. That is a very unique situation. Because 90% of the time, that doesn't happen. The people in the friend zone don't ever confront somebody and vice versa. The people who are not, the people who are being pursued don't ever say something like, hey, I'm not interested in you unless it comes to a standpoint. You're saying that every person that is that is being pursued says something. No, I'm saying not. I'm saying that's not the case. Well, like a majority of the time, a lot of these people that are being pursued by the person that is had feelings do not say anything. I know, I know. I'm agreeing with you. But yeah, but they let that link, that other person linger. To me, I don't think that's lingering. I think you're not picking up the cues. Well, that well, then the other person's not picking up the cues of what they're doing. No, they are per- fucking picking up the cues. But they're just and dragging they're, the person along. No, they're not. What? That's my point. If they don't say anything, they just drag them along. No, that is my fucking point. Is the people who are in the friend zone ninety percent of the time, the person who is being pursued is giving that person hints, and the person is not picking them up. So, so we're supposed to just pick up every as a human dude, beings. Dude, yes. We're supposed to pick up every sign everybody has. Dude, like, no, like I'm you, serious. You, like, this is why so, I knew this would be a conversation. It's because that is so accurate. 
That is so accurate. And that's why I knew you were going to get like fiery about it because I'm not, I'm not fiery about it. I want you to be, be consistent. Cause you're saying that everybody says, no, I, says did, I said the opposite, but, I, but I'm supposed to, you didn't but, listen but to me. We're, we're supposed to pick up every cue, every single cue everybody makes. Dude, this, if you're friends with this person, you should fucking know their body language and they, their fucking conversation. So, so, so that person, if that person, your friend, they should say something and this is just, just drag it along. Like, it's oh, not dragging along. Oh, so instead of, instead of not saying it, you just want to keep on giving hint. Like it's not fucking dragging along. That person it, is not saying it to you because they don't want to. They don't want to say it because they're like, can we just be friends? And they're giving you all the fucking cues and you're not picking up on them because you're ignoring those cues because you want to imagine the fucking ideal of a romance. And that is the fucking psychopathy of no, the entire but, thing. But, but the same thing is on the other person. Say it then. No, Don't, it's not. Why, did, why do I have to? You have to say it. You say fucking it. say it. You fucking say it. As the friend zone, you haven't said shit. So shut the fuck up. If you're in the fucking friend zone, you haven't fucking come on to that person. The reason you're in the fucking friend zone in the fucking first place is because you haven't said goddamn shit to that person about your feelings. So don't ask the other person to come to you because they're supposed to read all your fucking social cues. Say you say You're same, asking same, same, the same, same thing. We're doing the same thing right here. That's so, my uh, fucking point. If you want to fucking be with somebody, say something. So don't fucking put it on the other fucking person when they're they don't have anything to do with that. Right? All right. Yeah. Yeah. No. If you want to be with somebody, you speak up. It's not that other person's fault. If that other person realizes that you might have a crush on them, that doesn't always mean you want to fucking marry them and have babies. Like, I have been in relationships where I I have friends, that I know they're attracted to me, but it's fine because we're friends and we're both in healthy relationships. But you know that, and that's okay. You don't ever assume that that is going to be like something more than that. If a person came to me and said, hey, I know we're in this position, but I really fucking like you, that's fucking different. Like, so stop blaming the person who you like when you're not fucking doing goddamn shit about it. And then you're saying to expect, like, that person to not give you cues or not do this or not flirt with you or not do all that shit. That person's just going to be who they are. That's the reason you fucking like them. So they're not doing shit. You're taking everything the way you want to take it. You haven't spoke up. You haven't said anything as the friend zone person. You haven't said goddamn shit. And if you have and that person has turned you down... Maybe give it another shot or two. And then if it's still the same outcome, then just know. Like, you shoot, you shot your shot, and that's not the case. Don't fucking hang on to that shit. Where, so this is my problem with the fucking friend zone, is it doesn't need to exist. Just fucking speak up. We good? We good now? We good? We just we just speak up. That's just 
everybody give everybody just has the confidence just to to speak up yeah, all the time. You fucking should. Well, they, that's what you say. You should. You, everybody in this world is yeah, not the same. Yeah, but don't blame the other person for not speaking up either. Then we, like, what would you? Them. What would you rather have done? Say you're shy. Say you like me, right? Like, say we're in that circumstance. Say you're shy. You don't want to say you have feelings for me. I might know it, but what am I supposed to do? What do you want me to say? We're good friends, right? Like, say we're in that situation. What do you want me to say to you? Do you want me to come out randomly, even though I haven't 100%, I don't 100% know. You've never told me that you love me or you like me and you want to be in a relationship with me. You've never said that. So it's kind of a douchey thing of me to assume that of you, even though like you may feel that way. It's rude of me to assume that. But you're saying that the person in the friend zone would like the other person to assume that and go to that person and say, hey, I know you have feelings for me, but don't. Like, what are you asking of that person? Because first of all, if that person doesn't have feelings, now you, the person either that that is not in the friend zone, the person who's having no feelings, but the other person does, feels like a dick because they either are so cocky that they think that that person has feelings for him and they don't, or that person actually does have feelings for him and they just called him out on it when that person wasn't comfortable. Because why would you ever call someone out on that? That It is that person's duty if you have feelings for someone to come out and say it. It is not the other person's duty to say something about it because that's a dick move. Like, imagine that. That's mean. It's mean for someone else to call you out and be like, hey, I know you have feelings for me. Because one, the only two options are they don't and it's super fucking weird and the other person's just a dick and they're just cocky. Or two, they actually do and it's super awkward and it's super like, hey, I wasn't ready to talk about it. Like, I don't know, you know? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm not saying it's wrong to feel any way, one way or the other. I'm just saying it's it's silly to assume that the person who you have feelings for should say something because they can't. There's no there's no proper way for them to say something even if they know that you have feelings for them because there's no there's no way. So when you have feelings for someone, you you have to make that known. That's your job. Like, I as a female, you know, it is not common for a female to, or it is more now, thank goodness, but it usually wasn't the stereotype for a female to say, hey, I like you. Like, it was like the guy's job to pursue in a heterosexual relationship. And that's not me. If I like a dude, I'll fucking say it. And I do, and I have several times. And when a guy, like, I, 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 if I'm getting mixed signals from somebody, I go to them and I go, hey, um, I like you. I'm kind of getting some mixed vibes. Um, 
can you kind of clarify that for me? Like, I don't know if you're feeling the same way uh, or if I'm just like reading shit wrong. I do that. And I've always done that. Like, except when I was super, super young and nervous. But like, that's just how I am. And it has saved me. And so, yes, I haven't been in the friend zone because I do that. Because I go, hey, do you like me? And they're like, eh, I don't really, like, I'm not feeling what you're feeling. And I go, okay. And it doesn't feel good, but, like, you know, now I know. So it's like, I feel like it's the person's who's having the feelings towards the other person. It's their job to make it known. It's rude to assume that the other person should do something about it. What do you, what do you think? I don't know, because I'm just listening. I'm, I don't know. I'm just, my whole life has just been a shitty shit show now. Like, from your standpoint, my life has just been a shitty-ass shit show with my friend zoning, and it's just been all my fault this whole time. That's what, it's, I, got, that's what I got around from this, is it's been my fault when, uh, when I get put in those, when, back in the day when I got put in those situations. It was my fault of... Uh, then expressing my feelings and that person uh, acknowledging those feelings and not responding to them and just lingering, letting them linger on over and over and over again. And where it just becomes the point where like, all right, cool. I don't, all right, if that's what you don't want, you don't want. Cool. Be friends. But, uh, but, but then you keep holding on. No, it's 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 sometimes it's there. If you if you friends with somebody, it's it's there. It's gonna like, be I get, there. Yeah, I it's get gonna, that. It's gonna be there. But then I'm not that, saying like the feelings will go away. No, like, like but it, it's gonna be there. But it just it, it hurts when that person that person that you have feelings for and you care for. Right. Then they talk about all these shitty things that happen to them and like. Uh, that's your own fault, kind of thing. You be a friend to them, but they're like, "Why are you being a dick?" I'm like. Because I'm telling you these things because it's your own fault. Right. These things don't don't come to me telling me these things that I wish this person was this. I wish. Right. I, I, why, why is this guy like this? I mean, like, because we're like that. that yeah, that's all you're I can the say. one like but, seeking out that person. Yeah. But the, my situations have been a little bit different of my friend zone. My friend zones have been like because of the color of my skin because I can't do that kind of thing. It's It's been it's been other things. It's just, I just well, feel like... Well, that shit I, that, you no, should have no. just backed away from immediately. Like, well, that shit, that, that's, like, that's why would not, you hold on that's to that? That's not on you, though. That's on me. That's on right. my decisions. And don't don't tell me why I, why did I hold on to them because not, it's, no, it's just in that. that point is certain things happen to me, but it's... Uh, I don't think I don't. I just don't agree. This is all that person's fault. I'm not saying that per se. This all is. I'm all. saying you, the person in the friend zone, shouldn't put all the pressure on the other person. I'm saying that a lot of people in the friend zone say that it's the other person's fault for leading them on or doing quote unquote this or that. I am saying that that's not accurate. I'm saying that the person who's in the friend zone needs to to acknowledge their own situation and their own faults. And you need to be aware, you need to be self-aware of the situation that you're in. That That is true. I don't knock that. You're, you're right about that. But love 
and stuff like that is fucking weird. I know that for sure. So, it's, no, I agree with that. That part can be just fucking weird. It just it just sometimes some things like you love always makes people do weird things and Dude, makes people it. make people follow weird things. Make people follow like puppies. Make people just want to be like I still want to be around this person kind of thing right. and and stuff and I and then this person still like doesn't have feelings for it. then you step away right then 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 you step away and then that person that you had feelings for then be like why'd you leave why'd you stop being friends like you said to me you didn't want that so so that per- what if that, that person steps away then that person's like why'd you leave why because you said you didn't have feelings for me so i didn't want to be around you anymore because I don't want those feelings to come up anymore, so I just pull myself away and be like, that's not fair. Then that person says, that's not fair on me. Why'd you leave our friendship? Like, No. that's. I think that's fair. I think it sucks for the other person, but like, that's a fair, that's a fair uh, feeling. Um, And that's a fair assumption. I've had that happen to me, you know, where I was very, very sad. There was a guy who was my best friend and we were very, very close and we hung out all the time. And he confessed to me that he was in love with me. And I had a feeling, you know, like I'm not stupid. Like I knew he had like a little crush on me, you know, but I loved him as a friend and I didn't want to jeopardize that so I never brought it up I was like he's not bringing it up so we're good like he's my friend and then one day he did and I you know I had to tell him like I'm so sorry like I don't feel that way but like you're my best friend I really don't want this to jeopardize our friendship and he goes, okay, it won't. And I never saw him again. So it sucked for me. Like, I lost a friend. And it's neither of our faults. You know, he felt that way. And I didn't. And we had a great friendship. But, like, when you when you have those feelings for someone sometimes you do need to remove yourself. And if it comes to that point, like I don't judge him for having to step away at all. Like I get that. Like I've been in love with people who I can't be with and it's fucking horrible when you spend time with them. Like you want to, but like, you know, you can't because it's not going to work. So it sucks. So, you know, I, it is not black and white. It's not always the same scenario. You know, it always isn't fun when you don't have someone who reciprocates feelings. Or even if they do, it just it still it, it can't work. You know, so it's not great. I'm not saying that, like, the person who's in the friend zone is always at fault. I'm just saying it's frustrating that they blame the other person because I don't think that's I there is a, probably a small majority of people who love the attention and they're being dicks and they don't care about their friends feelings but 
I do feel like the majority of the time, if you're in the friend zone, it means you're actually friends with that person and they just don't want to hurt you and, and they care about you. And, and so it's silly to like blame them for not bringing something up when it's like, that's not their job. Like they're not the ones who have feelings like, you know, so that's all I'm saying is I hate that. Like everybody's like, I was in the friend zone and the other person sucked. And I'm like, no dude, you didn't fucking the other person didn't always suck. Like it's not always the person sucking that like that that person that believes that they're in the friend zone. It's not always that that other person sucking. It's just like you said, something like you said in the beginning, timing. Sometimes timing doesn't work. Right. Doesn't work out right. There might be all right, let's just say there's this this all right, so back when I was let's say eighteen this is a girl I really, really liked. Yeah, we went to the pool. We went we went to the pool hall. We went to the uh we were at the uh this bowling alley in back in my hometown. And it was this time we went outside and we she said, Help me give some of a car and we went back inside and there was this moment, right? When we were about to like we got really close, we we're talking, got really close. We we're about to kiss and then somebody comes in and interrupts us. Right, and then you're like, all right, well, that was that. I almost had that chance, and then you go to another moment. You almost have a chance, and something else interrupts that, and it just it just keeps on doing it until you put like, all right, I think there's just so many interruptions. I'll just stop, and then that person. Uh, how am I? How am I trying to describe this? Uh, I think that person's feelings just faded away. Kind of, there was so many times that it got interrupted. It's in. That uh, that is fade away, and then you get to the point where like, all right, cool. I must come out and say it. it's like, oh, I don't have feelings for you. I just just always thought it would never been right for us. So then like it's like, oh, boom. How do we go from there? Right. And then do we do you stay friends like we've been doing for this all the time, or do we just, or what? do I just go fuck your friends and uh, and then let you find out about that? Well. <laughs> Hey, I mean that, 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 that actually did happen. They let you find out from your friends, like, hey, remember that girl that you've been trying to get with? Okay, so tell me if I'm a shitty person. You're okay. a shitty person. Wait, what? Oh, okay. I didn't even have to give you the fucking example. You're like, no, you fucking suck. You suck. Yeah, that's gonna be dick. Good. Well, when I uh, want to, yeah. Um, so. This is me being very vulnerable right now. Okay? I don't think I've ever said this out loud. Um, public, 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 public. So, I, I, you know, I, I understand my fault in um, leading people on, right? So, I think everybody does this. We're regardless of the friend zone conversation or not. Um, you know, you can get into circumstances where you're vulnerable. You know, maybe you are in a tough time. Maybe you just went through a breakup. Maybe you are super wasted. Maybe, you know, like there's a lot of factors that can go into the circumstances that you're in with another person. 
and it might cause you to be more flirtatious or, you know, you connect with the person because of your circumstance. And, um, you know, that may lead people on, but to me, it's been like circumstantial. I'm like, oh, I'm just really drunk and, you know, I want to make out or I'm just really vulnerable and I want comfort or whatever it is. And, and then you feel like shit because you don't know if that person has actual feelings for you. And then you're like, well, shit, like I was just one, I was just having fun. I was wasted or I was just really vulnerable and that was comfort or vice versa, whatever it is, whatever it is, the situation that you did, the things that you did. And, um, like, so to me, I get that. And like, that is a fault for a lot of people who they want that they want some sort of comfort or they they're in a vulnerable situation and they do things that may or may not lead on somebody else who they're not aware that actually has feelings for them, Mm -hmm. you know? So like that is the, the one area where I do feel like, as opposed to like somebody who's just like a fucking dick and they're actually using someone and they're just, they don't care about other people's feelings. People who do care about other people's feelings, I do feel like it, it is possible for them to get into this situation where they're in a, a vulnerable circumstance and then they do something that doesn't necessarily mean quote unquote X, Y, Z, but the other person takes it as X, Y, Z because, mm-hmm. because they're in that position. And that's when I would feel like shit. Like that's when I have felt like shit because the only time I've ever done anything that I felt like I led someone on is when I was in those positions where it's like, I was not into you in that way. But, like, I was in that position and I made a choice and I didn't realize that it could have been taken as more than um, that moment, you know. But that's the that's the when I would feel like shit, you know, is, is when you're like, oh, shit, I think I've led on this person. And now that that is the reason... If you are in the quote unquote friend zone, that is a valid reason for you to think that something is more because you're like, oh, we actually had a moment. It it, it sucks. But that is my biggest thing is like <sighs> communication to me is key. Like if you have feelings for someone, just fucking tell them. And then if you don't have feelings for someone and someone brings it up, but again, only if someone brings it up. I would never just tell a random person or a friend of mine, hey, by the way, I don't have feelings for you. Hey, I want you to know 
I don't see us ever being together. Yeah, like <laughs> my like like Karen comes home tonight, like my roommate, my quote unquote roommate for a while, and I'd be like, "Hey, by the way, I don't want to have sex with you." She'd be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" You know, like you don't you don't say that. If she came up to me and was like, "Hey, Abby, have you ever thought about having sex with me?" I'd be like. Karen, I don't want to have sex with you. I think it would ruin our friendship. You know, that's when you you say those things, you know. But like, so, yeah, I don't think the other person should say something mm. unless someone brings up something. But, yeah, that's the biggest thing about friend zone. Friend zone. Yeah, uh, well, I guess it's that too and it's confidence as well. Not, not, it not, is. But not a lot of us have confidence like that. And, well, I agree. And, and like, I was lot, very shy in the beginning. But some some people take longer. In the beginning, people's beginnings can be still going right now as they, you know, like some people can still like in their 30s be still in their beginnings. But it yeah. just sucks because it's just because we're all different. We're well, all different. That's the thing, though, like, is if you are that person and you're always going to be that person, then you're going to find a person who loves who you are. Oh, no, you're absolutely right. Like, right. Like, you know, so stop. If that's who you truly are, like, stop chasing the people who don't love who you are and find somebody who thinks that's adorable and find somebody who thinks that, like, that's the sweetest thing in the universe is that you're so kind and you're so silent no. or whatever it is. Like, if that's who you are as a person, if if that's, like, a phase, then that's okay. But like, you know what I mean? No, yeah, yeah. My friend zones are making me the man I am today. Right. <laughs> the man you <laughs> are. The man today. I am today. No. We haven't even gone me. over these notes. We did. I yeah. told you we'd fucking ramble. All well, night. Let, let's see what the people have to say. We've done done listening to what we've had to say. About nobody's gonna listen to this one. Nobody, no. I'm gonna tell everybody, don't listen to this one. <laughs> no, Abby, Abby yells at me. Fucking listen to it. Abby yells at me the whole time. Says my life is terrible. What? Uh, I did not say that. She said I made terrible mistakes. You know. No, wait, wait, what did the people say? What you, did the people say? Shut up. You. What know, did the people say? <laughs> you know that you are my friend. If I can verbally. Uh, abuse me right there. I did not fucking <laughs> yeah, abuse you. you were... <laughs> did not fucking abuse you. I just I had an adult. normal fucking conversation. That was a normal conversation. Uh... This is why you couldn't date me. No, I am a fucking proud ass woman. You can't fucking handle a harsh conversation. Get the fuck out. Like, no, seriously, that's how you know you're good friends with me is if we can have a real conversation and you can understand that I'm not angry. I'm not yelling. Is we're just having a fucking badass, real conversation. That's when you know I trust you. You know, and you know, vice versa. Yeah. You know that you know you trust somebody who you can have a real conversation with. So this was fascinating. I did research uh, weeks ago because I knew we were going to do this, ago. and. Um, uh, unfortunately, we didn't get to record last week because I've been so sick. I'm so fucking sick and tired of being sick. I hate it. Um, so, this is very interesting. Cognitive dissonance. The agony of psychological tension 
through mixed signals. One of the most common reasons why people struggle to accept they have been friend-zoned is the presence of mixed signals, like we talked Mm -hmm. about earlier. While you know you've been rejected, the other person might indulge you with actions that suggest hope to you. For example, they may continue to call you, text you, throw a playful touch your way, or even behave like you were a couple sometimes. You may even have others suggest how cute you guys are together or ask how long you've been dating. The effect of this is known as cognitive dissonance. The psychological discomfort experienced by a person who holds two or more contradictory beliefs, ideas, or values simultaneously. So when present, Dissonance makes it extremely difficult to focus on anything but the cause of the tension and a means to reduce it. In this case, you become convinced that there's an underlying attraction and you cannot rest until it has risen to the surface. There is an uncomfortable nagging in your mind as it tries to reconcile the mixed signals that you feel you're you are receiving. You begin to wonder, am I the only one who sees this? Are they slowly realizing what they're missing? Will they finally wake up and see that I'm the one all along? When presented with conflicting behaviors and beliefs, your mind has three methods to resolve the psychological tension. So this is real. Mm -hmm. This is a psychological physiological thing that happens. Let me see this. I can So you understand what yeah, I'm can, saying now. Yeah. Okay? There are three methods to resolve the tension. Walk away. One, <laughs> change your belief. Accept that they don't fucking see you that way mm. and move on. Two, obtain new information. Acquire some piece of knowledge that proves hidden feelings. Mhm. Three, Reduce the importance of the scenario. Stop dwelling on it and instead choosing to focus on other parts of your life. So realizing that it might be, but stop worrying about it. I think I've gone through those stages. <laughs> I think I've gone through all those stages before. Like that's yeah. I mean you yeah, have to. You have to, like at a some certain point when you're that person, you you just go through you just you try to reconcile it in your mind and then you start going through those stages and you're like, all right, cool. Like if we get the piece of information that you didn't get, all right, cool. Do you Move see on. what and, I'm saying though? I don't, I don't know. Like this is a psy- psychiatrist and psych- psychologist have studied this because it is so present. And so when I was researching this and studying it, that's what made me realize like, this is a true mental breakdown, okay? This is a mental breakdown of somebody living in a fantasy world. They're either not seeing reality, and they're only seeing what they want to see. They're only seeing... No, it's not. On there, it's saying they're not seeing what they really want to see. It's it's the mix, and it's the, it's the no, little it's, bit... No, it literally says that. It says... They're seeing mixed signals, and it's saying 
while you've been rejected, the person has already mm. rejected you. You are taking everything that they're saying as this is a possibility. So you are living in a world where you're seeing everything one-sided, right? So you're only seeing, like, it's like when you're in an abusive relationship, you know, to, to, I guess, compare it. You only see, like, the good shit, right? You, you, you compartmentalize it, and you're like, oh, my gosh, but all the good stuff. Like, look at this person. They're, they do this, 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 this. It's so good, like where is your if you're super entranced in a friend zone, you're like, well, they do this, 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 which means they like me, you know. And so it's like, yeah, but they also do this, 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 this. So it's like you're you're living in a one sided view. So that's the that's the basis of this is that's what psychology is saying is like that's what I recognized in my studies with this that's 90% of the reason why you get stuck there is because you, you're not seeing the whole picture and I get it because I've been in an abusive relationship where you don't see the whole picture you know you you convince yourself that it's all good right you like convince yourself hey it, no, no, no. Like 90% of the time, it's amazing. It's so good. He treats me so well. But like, actually, no, he does not. Like actually 50 or 80% of the time, he treats me like fucking shit. And he doesn't get me at all. Right? But you convince yourself in your head. And you tell yourself that. So a lot of times, that's why you're friend zoned. This is a quote of somebody on like Twitter. This person who they literally friend-zoned this guy in college, ended up being their husband. Okay? So this is their advice to get out of the friend-zone. So one, be the catch. So in other words, act like you're the one who should be wanted. You Stop chasing that person. You're the fucking catch. You have to acknowledge that in yourself. Okay? Two, focus on dopamine. Focus on the dope? With yeah. <laughs> drugs. Drugs. Just pl- fucking pump her with drugs. No, don't do don't don't do that. Don't if you listen, do drugs. not do not pump whoever. Put her drugs. No, put drugs don't, in don't put drugs in there. No, don't do that. No, don't do that. Don't isolate that statement. No. <laughs> um, focus on dopamine. So doing things that releases her dopamine hanging out and doing things that releases happiness or he or she doesn't matter Mm. uh three focus on oxytocin do you know what oxytocin no what is oxytocin what is it what is the oxy of the tocin okay oxytocin is a hormone released by the pituitary gland that causes increased contraction of the uterus hmm Wait, that's a very weird like biochemistry. Huh. So huh. basically, oxytocin to the body is like focused on her childbirth. Is that, is that, so is that what you love hormone? On? <laughs> that's what they call it. They call it the love hormone because it stimulates the muscles of the uterine lining. It, it, it it's your it's your sex muscle. Like it basically 
produces love hormones. That's what they call it. They call it that. Um, And then another one, focus on adrenaline. So adrenaline is, you know, it gets you pumped up, right? Uh Uh, It's the same thing as like runner's high, all that shit. So this is like a weird article. I read this whole article and I was like, are you guys still married? Like, this is a really fucking weird article. Like, are you serious? Like, this this to me sounds douchey as shit. Like, because to me, it's like, be fake. But it's, it's not. It's, what, what it's that, not. What, all those things you said, focus on this, focus on this, be the catch. I'm saying like, but... That's not being who you are. But it is. But it is. So, it is. Uh, yeah, I guess so. It's, it's so to be- me, it's like we always go back to confidence. So being the catch to me just means being confident in yourself. It just means knowing that you're worth. You Knowing you're worth, right? So yeah. you don't have to change who you are. It's just knowing your worth. Yeah. Okay? So to me, that's what that means. Um, and then... Her weird focuses on dopamine, oxytocin, and adrenaline. Basically, she's saying like, take it to a, like intense, crazy love making. No, like, go go extreme, like go like bungee jumping, and then give her some ice cream afterwards, <laughs> and then. <laughs> but it's it's basically saying like you know uh, you know, we are creatures like we're. We're simple creatures. Like we, we are affected by those things. It's the reason why marriages, like they go, oh, marriages get stale or they get boring, and then you have to go to fucking therapy, and the therapists just go spice things up. Spicing things up is these things. Like you have to have a consistent or like random increase of these hormones or else you're not going to be attracted to that person and that's just fucking truth like if you're not getting excited about that person if you're not getting your dopamine or your oxytocin or whatever it is some adrenaline boost from that person you're not going to be attracted to them so it's it's that i think is what this person is saying like they can still be your friend, but once you start doing these things with them, it does change your attraction level to them. And I, I do agree with that. I do agree with that. You know, it was the same thing, like, I married, we talked about this before yeah. we got on the air, but, like, I married my friend zone guy. You know, we were friend zoned for years. Like, we went to high school together. We tried dating in high school, and I was like, to friend zone you're like you're too much of a friend i'm not attracted to you in that way and then years later the reason why i was attracted to him was because of these things like Mm -hmm. it was because like there was something different that increased my dopamine levels increased my adrenaline like we went and did fun out of the world things and you know, there was some danger involved and there was some excitement. And that's something that I'm very attracted to. Like, I need that. I need excitement in my life. And once that depleted, once I realized that that wasn't really who he was, it was just like a phase, then it just went back to who he was when I knew him as a friend. And I was like, okay, like, 
he was faking it. Like if you genuinely like, like to do those things and you want to include me or, you know, that's cool. That's great. Now we can, we can acknowledge that together. Um, but it was, it was not that case and we weren't good partners. It was, it was like a temporary thing. So unfortunately it did not work, but I did marry my friend zone guy and there is a reason for that. And it's because like you, you want to marry your best friend. You want to spend the rest of your life with your best friend, but you also need them to be the one who gets you excited and makes you feel sexy and all these other things and who you can fucking budget with, you know, Mm -hmm. like there's a lot that goes into if you want a lifelong monogamous partner, that is a very, very tall order, you know? So unfortunately it did not work, but yeah, I did marry my friend zone guy. So I'm not anti friend zone. Oh, I know. I just learned a lot of things. I always learn from our conversations, learning. So I was looking at the psychology of why we want people we can't have. It's all about that. And that's like super friend zone. Boom. Right. What is it? What is the psychology? So, I mean, there's so much that goes into this. And I was really fascinated and I really didn't get to dive into it a lot. Um, but to uh, bullet point it. <laughs> To bullet point it, um, like one of the reasons why you get stuck in the friend zone, right, is because you want something you can't have. So even when you find out you're rejected, sometimes it it makes you want to more, right? Because mm-hmm. there's this there's a certain thing, and I get it because I'm that way. I like love things I can't have. Like if it's forbidden, I want it. Okay, so we were talking about reasons. Why on uh, psychcentral.com, I'm going to link all of the uh, sources I have in the show notes, but this specific article, because once I got into the spiral of friend zone, you know, friend zone is usually the reason why someone sticks into the friend zone is because they, after they've been rejected, you know, like say they finally get to that point Mm -hmm. where they have been told by the other person i'm not interested but they continue so it spiraled into why we want things that we can't have and the psychology behind it so um number one was the thrill of the chase the thrill so remember we talked about like dopamine adrenaline like it's an addictive chemical in your body so does that because that thrill is it because that that thrill give you the uh, adrenaline? Like, yeah, yeah, did you for get sure. That from from just like just I just want to chase. I just it feels so exciting, like right. just chasing and and getting rejected. Let me try again and, and just yeah. It's like playing a video game, right? Like you have to have a challenge. If you're playing it on like super easy, you're like, this is stupid. Why am I even playing this game? Like you play it on 
you know, standard level. And then once you do that, you're like, well, I love this game, but I want to play it on hard now or whatever it is. Uh-huh. Because you have to be challenged. If you're not challenged, if you're not chasing after something, there's like some sort of psychology behind our brains and our mechanism as mammals that like entices us to do that. So that is like one of the biggest things, obviously, the thrill of the chase. By being accepted by the person that we desire, it adds value to us. See, so, there's so there's that there's, so there's that 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 mixed feelings thing right there because that person might have said no, but they didn't. They do something to validate. Like you talked about earlier, they you're do something. Being validated. They're being they're giving you validation. They give you that nice little touch, or they might give you a kiss or something like that. It's just, it's giving you that validation, like. Oh, there might be something there, kind of thing, right? And but it still gives it. It gives that other person that excitement, like, oh, there still might be. So I, think I still had a chance. I think you're looking at it as in like, there's still hope in your feelings. I think this as, specific comment is talking about value in your own being. Like, if they like you, it's gonna make you feel like a better person. So irregardless of the chase and like they're leading you on, it's like, even if you don't want them, the fact that they want you makes you feel like a better person, makes you feel more valued, makes you feel validated. Does that make sense? I think that's what I just said, kind of. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Then yes. (laughs) Yeah. I can uh, relate with that a lot, honestly, because, and just like being completely honest, like that is something that is important to me and I don't necessarily want it to be important to me, but it's like when there's somebody who is an important figure in my life and I find out that they like me whether it's romantically or not but when when they value me it makes me feel more valued it makes me feel like a better person it's like when someone you look up to when someone you like admires you mm-hmm. it makes you feel like a better person you know hmm. you can see that right hmm. um so number three it'll satisfy your ego ha <laughs> Stroke the I ego. I feel like those are both the same thing. Yeah. Stroke Makes the ego. Validated. Stroke the ego. Everybody likes their ego being stroked every once in a while. You gotta feel good about yourself. I stroke it. You gotta feel good, good about yourself. Yeah. If your partner's not making you feel like you're the hottest fucking thing in town, you're gonna look for somebody else who thinks you're the hottest fucking thing in town. Like, yeah. you don't have to necessarily cheat on them, but like, you just need that. Like, the, yeah. you have mm-hmm. to feel that as a human being, I feel like. Um, again, I feel like these are all like the same thing. We struggle with low self-esteem. Everything comes down to low self-esteem with this. It's about confidence. It's about feeling valued. If you're not feeling valued, you seek it out. Okay. Uh, we're attracted to the unknown or the unpredictability of the other person. The beyond. Oh, that's that that's beyond true. section in Bed Bath Beyond right there. That's the kind of, we're all attracted to that beyond section. That is <laughs> accurate as fuck. Like the unknown, there's something about it, right? There the, is. The unknown. It's like the, that's why people yeah. are attracted to like the mysterious person because mm. they're like, what the 
fuck are they? What the fuck are they hiding in there? And like you're like, I'm hoping, Batman. You're hoping it's a giant <laughs> penis, or at least that's me. I'm hoping that. But it's, it's you literally like there? you're like, what are you doing? What are you? What are you hiding? Like there's something about the mystery. And then when you find it out, you're like. But there is like, yeah, it's an attraction. Um, what is it? So you attract, so you attract to the, to the dark and mysterious. Yeah, yeah. The just like, what is that? These are the reasons why you want things that you can't have. One of them, uh, we want to fulfill a fantasy. That's true. When you want things that you can't have, it's uh, a lot of times it's just like a fantasy in your mm-hmm. head. Yeah, I can see that. Fantasy, yeah, fantasy. like especially like Just, if you're with somebody, and then like there's somebody who you can't have, but like you want them to want you just because it's like this little movie fantasy in your head. You're like, that'd be so sexy if they like loved me and I had to turn them down or whatever it is. You know, like you have a fantasy built up in your head. Or you have a movie in your head? <laughs> you I like, know you have movies in your head. <laughs> movies constantly going through my head. Movies like every day. Everyday life is a movie. I feel like when you say movies, you are not those kind of movies. <laughs> those kind of movies. Jesus Christ! Like I know we're a sexual relationship. No, last time you yet. talked about fucking movies was with me and Bethany, and you're like, "There's movies going around in my head," and I was like, "Those are nasty movies going around." In your well, head. those are those are a midnight kind of. We're not midnight at the mid- movies. Not, we're not at the midnight hour yet. Those, those are midnight movies. Hey. What do you call? We're at we're at we're at MA right now. We're at mature audience. Oh wow. Are we? Okay. All right. Mature audiences only. 13 and up? I don't know. Whoa, we're getting a little too young now. Let's stay with uh, MA race. If I have to check the explicit check mark every time I post one of these fucking things, I think we're above the MA. Um uh we want to prove to ourselves and others that we deserve to have that person. Again, they're all the same thing. I feel like all of these bullet points are the same fucking thing, but like want, categorized You want differently. what you can't have. It's basically all of them. You just want what you um, can't have. Sir, I'm listing the reasons why you want what you can't have. I know, but it's all, it is. Uh, yeah. Shut up, you. <laughs> <laughs> listing the reasons. I, but yeah, they're, it's, it's all the same thing. It all comes down to confidence, ego, it, it all comes down to that. It all comes down to that. Like you want something that makes you feel desired. You want something to make you feel better. It all comes down to ego. They're just separating it into nine fucking bullet points. This is stupid. We unconsciously place superhuman characteristics on the object we desire. That is what I was talking about earlier. But superhuman. It's when you have a fucking story in your head and you put that person on a pedestal. You don't, you never put the pussy on a pedestal. We got a thumbs down from Miss Karen. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Our that was an old movie quote for me, but <laughs> like literally, it's true though. You do that. I feel like a lot of people in the friend zone they put that person on a pedestal. That's why they stay there too long, because they're like, <coughs> I'm dying. It's because they are like, oh my god, this person's so fucking amazing, and usually they aren't. <laughs> Usually they're just a fucking normal person. Later on and down the line, when you realize like 
It's, like, it's, it's happened before. You later on down the line, you like, you're not friends anymore. And you look, and you look at the person like, damn, that's a basic ass, basic ass human. I'm not, yes, human. But yeah, that's the thing is, is you usually do put them on a pedestal, and that's why you're in the friend zone because you, you're, you're convinced. Like I said, it's, it's very similar as when you're in an abusive relationship. And you convince yourself all you see is the good, right? All you see is the good parts. And and you're like, oh my gosh, they do this, they do this, they do this. And then finally one day you realize like, actually they did all the other shit too. And I just only looked at the good stuff. And uh, oops. But it's because you, you're infatuation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we might get a copyright lawsuit for that one. Yeah. No. I'm just kidding. We're not making money off of this. Uh, la- <laughs> nope. We are not. Okay, last one. The less the person reciprocates, the more we try to invest to get them to... Re- it's so like a the game. Less, so, so the less... So if you just go... So to get out of that friend zone, just stop communicating. It's true. Well, that is one thing. You stop so communicating with that person and there that person... Is a, uh, here, there was an article I was reading... How to get out of the friend zone. So did that come up, say, stop communicating um, with that person, and that person will want and to communicate with you more? And I decided not to read it to you, because I don't think you should fucking do it. I was like, there's so many articles on the friend zone, and a lot of them are just like, I talked to you about it earlier, like, oh, increase the dopamine. Like, you know, that was one of the articles that I read where she's like, I married my friend zone person. And I was like, I know several people who married their friend zone person, me included, and it didn't work because they were in a fucking friend zone for a reason, and then you tried to make it work. But I'm going to bring up a friend who, they're still married, so... Fingers crossed they stay that way. Um, but they they were, uh, I talked to you about it earlier. They are a rare circumstance. But it it is because they were communicative. Like, she was like, I don't want to date you. And he was like, you're stupid. That didn't happen. But, like, basically it did. She was like, I don't want to date you. And then they were, like, hanging out all the time, working together all the time. And then finally he was like, there's something between us like you're silly to say there isn't but he confronted her he wasn't just like hanging on by a thread and like hoping for the best he actually confronted her and she was like no and then the next time they hung out like she realized oh shit you're right but it's because they had that interaction they had that conversation but that is a rare circumstance and they are still married they've been together for over 10 years but but what all right, so this is one thing I like talking like this. This is one thing I do believe over a certain age, friend zone doesn't matter anymore. No. Because at a certain point, I think that's more of a younger mindset, right? Like in a more developing mind because cause now like when you're over thirty you make your decisions. You in in a lot of relationships when people are now dating, they say what's on their mind. So remember when I was talking earlier about how you can avoid the friend zone completely when you just tell the person how you feel, but that's, and then you move on. I know, but and, and that's why friend zones don't exist once you've matured. Later? Yes, because as a male, our minds don't mature until we're like twenty five, twenty six. Twenty six. Talk about 35. Like, Jesus Christ. It takes you guys so fucking long. 
Yes, it is very long. But uh I roll <laughs> to the max. <laughs> you can't see this because it's a podcast. My eyes rolled in the back of my head. Um but yeah, seriously, I yeah, it does, it does, it takes a level of maturity. And I, I feel like I was just, I'm an old soul. I'm an old 100-year-old granny. So I did have those moments where I was like young and naive and, and sad and emotional about boys and girls and whatever. But uh, I learned quickly to just tell people how I feel because I got sick of it. Um, but a lot of people, it takes a lot longer. So I don't think the friend zone doesn't exist I just think it's a shorter-lived period so, for more mature individuals. Yeah, in your younger life, you will experience friend zones. Later on, it's just people are done with the games, I think. Right. right? This is the I mean, game. most people, hopefully. Hopefully. If you're not stupid, but some people are still stupid. No, some people are still stupid, but some people are just like, I'm just done with the games. and I just, I just narrowed out all the people who felt stupid in this podcast, and now they're never going to listen again. Probably. Yeah. I don't know who's listening to us like that. No one. No one's listening. Three to person, us. like my one friend from Chicago <laughs> that listens. Hey, shout out to you. You know what I'm talking about. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Does he get five cents for that? You get five cents. No, you don't get no money because he's going. He's because he'll call me after you put upload this. Like, hey, where's my five cents at? I'm like, no. Listen, bitch. When I make five cents, you'll make a tenth of the cent that I make. She is the boss. I'm the boss, fucking bitch. Dang, really? We name calling now? I gotta be a bitch? I didn't call you a bitch. I called the entire world a bitch. Felt like it was directed at me. Well, it wasn't. Mm. This is why you were stuck in the friend zone. Insert music and (laughs) good night, everybody. I'm I'm fucking with you. That's funny. Uh, We're all laughing. Look, we're laughing and having a good time. This is what you got to do. We were just talking about it. Maturity level. Got to elevate. Elevate. I'm always elevated. but uh, That's inappropriate. You shouldn't be elevated right now. What what are you, what are you talking about? I, Don't you should you should cover that up. What? I'll give you a blanket. Don't elevate. No, it makes a sound. You change the sound every time. Then it goes. That that one sound. No, your yours was boy. Yeah, that's yours. It's the one you fucking always do. I wish I could have a sound. Um, but there's nothing dramatic for a female. It would just be like, give me a uh, wait, 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 give me a grapefruit and a. Here's what it's gonna sound like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh why why did I get a visual of that too when it happened too? It's like it's like this <sighs> open. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what it sounds like. If you listen really closely, the fairies sing. You hear that sound. Okay. This is the worst episode we've ever done. And by worst, I mean best and longest. Nothing's ever going to bring us down. What's up? Are you still talking about your erection? No, what erection? (laughs) The hell? No. Put it away. I don't have an erection right now. 
He does. If you're watching, if you're listening, my wife, I do not have erection. He's holding it like a. It'll be like a hose. Like a Toy Story doll. Oh, damn. Like Miss. No, don't give me Woody. (laughs) Woody. You did that one. That was good. (laughs) You gave yourself a Woody. That's funny. Uh, With the buzz light. Okay. (laughs) Listen, I've been sick. I, I was on my period for a week and then I was sick. For a week and a half, so your period two made weeks. you sick. <sighs> Probably the demons. So I have been. I have been out of commission for over two weeks, which is way too fucking long for me. So, um, hey, Cameron, uh, she's saying that you're. She's about to twist your shit off. That's what she's saying. I want to bo peep your woody, sir. Cameron, it's <laughs> all up to you. No one should bo peep anyone's Woody. That sounds creepy. What bo um, peep your Woody? That's uh, I don't even want to think about. Okay, it. I am Abby. Are we done? Okay, I am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to fucking cut the show off. That's how we're gonna do it. All right, then I'm Esau Curry. No, yeah, I'm Esau. <laughs> okay, I'm... you can find us on we where this can is the you worst find episode we've ever where done. can we find us yeah uh sorry i said that podcast on instagram spotify apple podcasts oh yes. and google podcasts as well google um also if you have your own personal stories about being stuck in the friend zone Please email us at sorry i said that podcast at gmail.com dot com we will read it and I will we'll meditate pro- on it. And then she will yell at you and if I, you were in the zone. If you weren't, they, she will freaking sympathize with you and say, yes, you were right. Listen, what? You may or may not give me a Woody during your email. Wait, wait. Is she getting, is, did she just say she was getting a Woody? Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> and we are peace y'all have a great evening alright All right. we are Bye. sorry I said that have a wonderful evening goodbye peace.